This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com. From the loosest slots in the state to one of the most comfortable poker rooms in South Florida. Enjoy their smoke-free casino at HialeahParkCasino.com. All righty. Welcome aboard. Yes, sir. We are live. A little late, a little half hour late, but that's kind of the way it is when they're wheeling you around and that's kind of uh the difference now i've got to get wheeled around by the wife although i got to tell you something it's funny as hell it really is sean when you think about it right because you know most of you know some of you don't maybe you're just tuning in uh my foot i had a issue with my foot a few weeks back i had an achilles issue and i had a um a um what's it called A, a bone spur issue that was stabbing one of my uh Toe tendons, one of the tendons that drives the toes. He was stabbing it from under. So uh, had to fix it, obviously. And I've been in a boot, and we're uh, two and a half weeks in. So uh, we're uh, nearing the halfway mark, we think, because it's four to six. Maybe I get some good, you know, uh, what's it called? Some good reviews uh, tomorrow. I mean, on Monday when they take off the, uh, the stitches. But the funny part is that when I come here to Hialeah Park, you know, you go to a casino. Obviously, I know a lot of the people that work here and they say hi to me and all that, right? But the people that are gambling, they're not going to know who the hell I am, right? Like 90% of them. Some of them, you know, they're regulars and they see us and they come by and they say hi and all that. But it's hilarious, right? Because my wife is pushing me on a little cart to come in and go out. And the faces when I'm going in and out are classic because I can tell somebody's looking at me going, man, that guy's addiction must be, I mean, sky high. This guy is coming here on a little, on a little bicycle, on a little, on a little uh, sco- knee, knee scooter. He's got his you know, wife, girlfriend, whoever that woman is pushing him in because he's got to make a couple of gambles. He's got to bet here. He's got to go... They probably think that, um, that my addiction is like at another level. Wow. This guy has to come here. I mean, should he be home resting? <laughs> Those are the faces I get well, coming. They're probably like, well, at least we're not that bad. Right. <laughs> right. You're making everybody feel better. Here. Exactly. That's what I'm making people feel better. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a guy who was here two or three times a week. He looks at me and goes, well, that guy's got real problems. Not me. I'm here for fun. That guy, look at him. He's broken down, and he's, he's having people drag him in here to lose some money. <laughs> Although they do have the loosest slots here, so you might win some money here. That's, that's a good thing about it. They're always going off, the slot machines. We're always hearing them go off. Anyway, uh, Matt Areza signs with the Chiefs. Really? He did? All right. That's good. That's good stuff. Good for him. He was uh, he was uh, wrongly uh, accused, and, and he cleared his name. Brooklyn Rob is first in. It says, "Good afternoon, Big O and Sean. Look forward to the Panthers' victory tonight. Time to hunt. Uh, Panthers uh, tonight in action against Carolina. Uh, but last night, Inter got it done against uh, Salt Lake. That was actually cool. That was good to watch. It was good. To, it was good to have a little soccer in there. Messi uh, dribbling over the injured player was just absolutely. It reminded me of Saban walking over the guy having a seizure in the hallway. 
Uh, Angelo De Jesus, good day, Owen Sean from sunny Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hear me out, O. You're not a financial advisor, just an unpaid one. I'm kidding, but thanks for all the great advice and money you've made us all. You're all welcome. You are all welcome. And donations, Cash App or Venmo, Cash Big O Show. Louis <laughs> Beltran is in the house. Louis M says, show is super late today. Always a rookie, right? There's always a rookie that just, like, doesn't get the Thursday thing. But there, and there's Louis M on it. Uh, Armando Justo corrected him. Steven Gonzalez, Ray Sosa. He says, what a win by Inter. Football is back. J-Town in, Brian Walters, Lisa Rose, One-Eyed Jack, Brian Landis. We're hanging in there, Brian. Thank you, my brother. We get the stitches off on Monday, so maybe I'll get a little progress and he'll tell me. I can already tell my foot is better because I was telling my wife this. I can, I can, uh, like, I can put my foot down and, like, I don't feel any sensitivity whatsoever so I almost feel like I can put a little weight on it if I wanted to. You know what I mean? That's kind of the way it feels. Uh, so it's getting better. It's getting better. It's, it, the, the beauty of it for me has been that the foot hasn't been an issue, really. It's been all the other stuff that has lingered from the foot, whether it's the knee. I had the thigh and the hip for a little bit, but the knee's gone for now. So we shall see. We're going to have to uh, correct that uh, meniscus issue now that I have there, too. So Omar Lopez, Stetson O, Gus Gus 1388, C's, Rob Cow, Alexis Palenzuela, uh, DF is in, NVIDIA saved the day, Luis Benito. Yeah, NVIDIA helped out, especially for AI. And, and those of you that are with me on Aletheia, it continues, right? Lalithia continues to run right now. Where is it at? And by the way, Star Atlas, which is another long shot that I told you guys about, is now starting to ride. It's up 21%. So it's, uh, it's doing good. Uh, it was nice to see Star Atlas wake up a little bit there. Let's see if it continues to ride. Uh, Aletheia is up 10.5%. Still stuck in the $0.05 cent area. See if it gets starts getting to six or seven. Remember, the high is nine. So it's going to surpass that. I, I have no concerns or, or worries about that. Jasmine, by the way, is just up by 3%. It's uh, right a, a little over a penny and a half, so I'm trying to make its way to two pennies. The big mover today, Polygon, up 13% to $1.04. And... Um, H-Bar, I'm a big H-Bar guy, 15% up. It's up to 11 and a half pennies. That's uh, some of the big movers. Gala is up 11 and a half. I'm a Gala guy. Uh, so, market's doing all right, actually. Market bounced back a little bit today. Bitcoin's strong. It's held between 51 and 52, which, uh, for those of you that don't realize that, that's incredibly bullish. For the run it's made, and then now it's holding that floor that is as strong as it gets. So, thank you for the comments on the on the shirt. Yes, Allison Chains. What else do we have? Pendle is up almost thirteen percent. It's another one. So, 
We're doing all right. We're doing all right. The market, by the way, is up 461 points to Dow. The S&P is up 108, and the NASDAQ is up half a point. So market's doing well. Crypto's doing well. Some of our long shots are doing incredibly well. So hopefully you guys are on it and making some money like the rest of us. Uh, let's see. I don't agree with signing Wilkins long-term. I would trade him for multiple picks, maybe a first and a third. The uh, problem is trading and uh, somebody has to sign him and give up picks. That's going to be really hard to find. Uh, he's not that good, actually, to be quite honest, to trade for a first and a third and give him a front-line contract. Not worth it. Not worth it, man. Not worth it. But we're going to get into a couple of those subjects now with Wilkins and, uh, and another one that I found just absolutely stupid. But we'll, we'll talk about it because, again, you know. But we're going to talk about it in the sense of pretty much making fun of people more than anything else. Uh, let's see. Captain Saki is in in Tarpon Springs. Dude 67. Big O out here making people feel good. Well, I hope so. If you got uh, if you got a little bit of uh, crypto going, you 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 feeling really good with us. La leyenda de la sauecera says Luis. Thank you, sir. That's very nice of you. Ryan R A P. Uh, let's see. Anthony says Big O. How did surgery go? I bet you can still kick with that injured surgi surgically repaired foot. Better than Sanders. <laughs> He did finish strong. He did finish strong. Alexis is asking about Tim Anderson for the Marlins. Brett Dodger is in. Pat in Asheville oh, also is wearing one of those gambling diapers. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that way I don't have to get up and go anywhere. Uh, Cigar Social. Un abrazo. Thank you, my brother. Jermaine is in. Um, I, you know, I don't know if any Marlin news is big news, but we'll get to that too. Uh, let's see. Dirt in a jar and uh, uh, dirt in a jar of flies is definitely a, a great one, my brother. Uh, Jay Gelfin. Inter Miami game was fun to watch. Alex was right. The defense was better. Yeah, Al, the uh, the defense uh, except for Kristoff, that that guy is old and slow as a mofo. Like he has to literally tackle you in the back line in order to like do his job. He's a liability in a big time way. He is too old and too slow. Maybe when they get back some of the other guys, they'll uh, they'll they'll change that up a little bit. But. That's what Alex was talking about, right? About yeah, Kristoff wasn't supposed to be there, but with the injuries, he's probably gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. It looked bad last. It looked. It's weird though because last year he didn't look that. I mean, just that one year just has changed everything. Yeah, yeah. You get old, bro. You get old. You got mileage on you. You know. I did win yesterday. I uh, I took uh, Roger Roger uh, Taylor and uh, Robert. Robert Taylor. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Queen. Um, Robert Taylor and I took um, Suarez. Anytime goals, but the 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 Taylor one, the odds were like so good that it covered both bets. So I ended up even making money anyway. So I got the I got I got Robert uh, anytime goal, and then Suarez didn't come through. Almost there was one moment where Suarez had a shot. 
And I was like, dude, am I going to hit both of these? Because I didn't want to bet minus a goal and a half. Because it was like minus 170 or something, 180. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not doing that. That's not, uh, I'd rather go the other way. Remember, it's all about value, right? That's what we always talk about, right? Where we're, whether we're investing or whether we're, we're investing in sports. Doesn't matter what it is. You have to search for the value of it, where you want to buy it, at what price point, that kind of stuff. And, and then when it's not at the price point, don't take it. And then sometimes that's why I always tell you, hey, go with a live line. But in, but in soccer, it's a little bit harder than it would be in basketball. So, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, looks like you lost a lot of – yeah, I, I've probably lost somewhere in the 20 range now, right? Because it was 14 a few weeks ago, right? So I probably have lost something like 20 pounds now, something like that. I'm in the process of it. I, uh, I fast every day. I only eat in a window of, what, like 3 to 6 p.m., right? Something like that, babe, right? Like 3 to 6 p.m. or something like that. That's, uh, so I only have a couple of meals during those hours, and then that's it. I'm done for the day and night and morning and everything and all that good stuff. So I kind of keep it really tight window and then just – and then I'm eating all right, too. I'm, I'm trying to eat as decent as possible, you know? So, but thank you for noticing. Yeah, you can kind of tell in my face, right? Because that's where I, when I gain weight, obviously it's in the stomach and in the face. I get affected in the face big time, dude. My face, carapapa, you know? That's what happens to me. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, what would you think of Luis Suarez? Dave? I thought he actually played pretty well, you know? I, uh, I like what I saw yesterday. I mean, for their first game... I thought the chemistry was pretty good. The passing was better than I expected. I got to tell you, I was wrong about that. I was a little afraid of chemistry being, you know, a little off. But Alex was right. They had enough time with the practices and the travel and the preseason games. The, 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 the chemistry was pretty good. First half. I thought it was a tale of two halves because the second half. Okay, that's Real fair. Real Salt Lake started like. They played better. Yeah, play, they played well, a lot better. And your trailer. Inter Miami played worse. I mean, as far as like they looked slower. The outside of Salt Lake, when they started attacking, it showed Inter Miami's veteran experience, if you want to call that. Right. Because they got away. There was a couple times where they gave the ball away, and it, that score could have been a little bit different. And Drake Counter sure. made some good saves, too, as Ooh, well. Oh, Drake. He had, mean, he had one save that was yeah, just the one, the one at the top. Just, yep, at the top. Yep. In the middle of the, in the, middle of the bar, crossbar right there. Yeah. That was. But there was times where, you know, again. But Drake Callender has to be Drake Callender. That's yeah. just kind of what it is. Yeah, it's going to happen um, in every game. Who was it? Taylor Twin, Twin, Twetman? Twelman. Twelman was saying, he's like, look. Coming out of the preseason, you're always going to have, you know, dead legs anyways. Right. Much less traveling 23,000 miles in, you know, in said preseason as well. And, you know, he was like, he was, he was, he was talking about how he was amazed that, you know, a lot of those guys were going the 90 minutes. Like, he's like, I, he thought he was going to see uh, Campana earlier and they didn't come until like the 80th minute. 80th minute. Like, and yeah. You saw, who was it? It was Suarez, Suarez right? Suarez he, came he was out for limping. He was limping coming out. Yeah. And it's just. Was it too much? You know what I'm saying? Again, well, and and they didn't attack nearly as much in the second half. No, they, they laid back the first a little half, bit. Right? But it showed they, too that you once know, they again, took the lead, it was like. You yeah, know. but I feel like it's that old uh, boxer, like when he stops throwing punches, then he starts just getting beaten up, and like, right. how long can he hold on? Can he make it last? You know, and it, it 
I think times it, where I was like, oh, no. It, it's almost like they felt they can handle them. So they yeah. were like, all right, let's coast a little bit. And, <laughs> and they Lupe fiascoed it. They kicked, push, kicked, push, kicked, push, and coast. And that's what happened. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Good afternoon, Big O. Chris from Phoenix, Arizona. Extension for our young wide receiver? Yeah, Waddle will get one. Uh, you know what? Let me, let me talk about that one subject, first of all, because um, I got to say, our local media, you guys are desperate as hell, dude. Because Mike Tannenbaum, you know, and, and got nothing against Barry, nothing but love for Barry. But Barry was, like, praising Mike Tannenbaum on the air at ESPN, and I'm like, I, I don't know, maybe Barry needs him to ask him for information for his articles and whatever. Hey, former Dolphin and Jet GM, Mike Tannenbaum says this, and so he can call him because you can't rip him and then go call him, right? Uh, I'm a little different. I don't really give a fuck, okay? You know, I'm going to rip you if you deserve to get ripped, and it is what it is. Mike Tannenbaum is terrible on air, he comes up constantly with stupid shit, including trading Waddle. Okay. It was for what cornerback was it? For what player or for whatever. It, it, it's just, it, it's hard. And then the local media goes off on it. It was, it, oh, it was for Bird, for Jarius Oh, for Jerry Sneed. For Jerry Sneed. Okay. All right. So, you know, and it, it's just, and, and then it just gets into stupid talk, right? And then you got Beasley talking about, well, you know, you can't, tr you know, you could trade Tyreek, but then you would, you know, sabotage the seat. And I'm like, okay, why are we talking about stupid shit? Why are you people writing about stupid shit? Why are you people even going off of what Mike Tannenbaum said, which is stupid shit? That makes no sense. Nobody's trading Waddle. Nobody's trading Tyreek. This is the offseason, dude. This is exactly what I've been telling you about and why I don't entertain bullshit like this. But you know what I will do? I will expose bullshit like this and expose everybody else that wants to take a ride on this kind of bullshit. I get it. It's slow. You got to fill some time. Writers. Fine, dude. Whatever. And I get it. We have stupid enough people that will actually entertain these conversations. I mean, we have... Parents that are not giving their kids measles vaccination. So we got stupid mofos all over this country. Yeah, I'm talking to you. If you're keeping your kid away from the measles vaccine, you're an effing moron. So we know that catastrophically, we've got a lot of stupid people in this country. Okay? A lot of stupid people. So the media feeds stupid people. So if you want to go for stupid things like trading Waddle or then trying to even entertain a conversation because let's get clicks and let's get out there and let's talk about trading 
Tyreek. You know, it, 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 it's just amazing to me the level of crap that the media throws out there. Whatever happened to just trying to have some constructive conversation, stuff that actually makes sense? Not that they're trading for Dalvin Cook. This is the same thing I have to do every offseason now. Every offseason, what I have to do now is bring everybody to reality because since they've just got to fill time, you know what I mean? I don't need to do that. We don't do that here on this platform. We don't just fill time. So let's just talk about bullshit crap that never is going to happen. Hypotheticals that are not even close to reality. And by the way, here's another one. Kansas City's got all kinds of cap issues. They're going to take on Waddle and give him a new contract. When that's not what they need. They can draft a receiver. The draft is loaded with receivers. The Jarius Birds, those dudes are really rare. Like, really rare. That's like that's that's another reason why it's a stupid trade. What was that? McDu- whatever, bro. I don't give a shit if it's Jarius Bird or McDuffie or whatever. Doesn't make any sense. One of the reasons why they won the title is because of those corners. You don't let go of those corners. Plus, they're in their rookie deals. Waddle is a year away from giving him a fat-ass deal. I mean, it's the... The, the buffoonery that goes on in the media. I get it. It's slow and there's nothing going on and you got to invent shit. And, 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 you know, I was saying how terrible Mike Tannenbaum is, but somebody on Twitter corrected me. He goes, you're wrong, oh. Tannenbaum is perfect for television because that's exactly what they, and, and you know what? He's right. Look what's going on right now. Right, exactly. Right. He is perfect for television because that's all they spew is crap. And they lie to you. Look at the EU now. Did you see that? The EU came out like, oh, no, Bitcoin's terrible. The, 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 the European Central Bank, the ECU, came, oh, no, Bitcoin's terrible, this, that. They, they like, trashed it completely. Why? Because they know that their fiat currency is dying. And so they'll lie to people. This is what they do to you. It's like they just flat out lie, just mislead you, come up with crap that makes no sense. Trading Waddle. Like they're going to trade Waddle. They're not going to trade Waddle. And they're not going to trade Tyreek either. But it's great clickbait stuff. It gets you guys talking about it. And you know what? I guess it'll get me talking about it just like last year. Just like last year when I told you, oh, the Dalvin Cook stuff, that's all lies. All those people reporting that he's going to get traded for or they're dying to give him a contract, they're all lying. Oh, no, they're going to go after Jonathan. No, they're not, dude. Now, Jonathan Taylor wants to come here for, you know, low-hanging fruit, and maybe they'll do that. They'll do low-hanging fruit. 
So if, if this is what we have to do, then I guess this is my new job every offseason now. Kind of tell you, hey, by the way, this story is bullshit. And that story is horse crap. And that story doesn't fly. And all that stuff yesterday, that, that's just desperation from the media because they got nothing else to say. So let's come up with fake content so we can come up with some kind of content. I mean, just absolute silliness, dude. Really. Oh, all right. Um, I hope you can keep the weight off. That's it. Yeah, that's where I fail every time, Brett. Every time. That's where I fail. I never keep it off because I have no discipline. So I'm an idiot. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Giovanni in Luis Benito. I just printed messy schedule. Can't miss any more games. There you go. Big O, it's almost bathing suit season. LOL. <laughs> I'll be ready for my Speedo in a couple months. Jermaine. No one said Christian Wilkins is worth multiple first round picks, but he's worth at least a first. Maybe, just a first. That could be. Multiple picks, I doubt it. And I still think they won't trade a first and give them a big contract. I, be I believe no one will do that. How do you like them apples? I believe no one in the NFL will give you a first-round pick for Christian Wilkins and give him a big contract. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Maybe a second or a third. You won't get a first. No freaking way you'll get a first for Christian Wilkins when you have to give him a big contract. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, let's see. The chemistry was on point last night, and Suarez should have had the goal, but he gave the assist to Gomez. Yeah, he did. That was a nice pass a sec uh, last second, but he, he made the right decision, actually, because Gomez had the clear shot after that. John Vasquez is in. Eric Nordstrom. Big O, you need to look into this red light therapy for your ankles and anything. <laughs> Hey, uh, you, you're new to the show, Eric? Red light therapy? How many of you are laughing right now with me with Eric? Eric's a newbie. He doesn't know about one of our sponsors. Uh, Les Jams, John Vasquez, Bill's fake crowd noise. Uh, but I know more than doctors and scientists. <laughs> I love it, brother. Thank you. Uh, Dolphin, the trade was waddled to the Chiefs for Trent. Whatever it is, bro. Trent, OJ McDuffie, whatever it is. Maybe a trade for a third for Jerry Judy. So Tua gets his slot wide. Now, you, you, uh, they can't be paying more receivers, bro. Ray says, I got local media and QAM has nothing to talk about now with the Dolphins, but to give any light to Mike Tannenbaum. I know. I, I mean, really, seriously. But I, I get why. I get why my boy, you know, Barry had to do it. Barry did it because, you know, it's, he's probably going to call Mike for uh, uh, something and he needs a quote so he can't rip him like I can. So it was just, it's just silly shit that there's no truth to it. There's no weight to it whatsoever. And so just want to make sure we shoot that shit down. Okay. 
Uh, I think uh, someone overpays Wilkins and he leaves. Sounds like a Jets move. No, I don't think it will be the Jets. They've got some issues. I don't think they can do that. Plus, they're loaded. They don't need Christian Wilkins, actually. They're loaded. They have a bench and everything. They have players on the bench that need to play and aren't playing enough. The, the Jets have done a marvelous job of drafting, especially on defense, dude. Seriously. I mean, I got to give them credit there. I hate that crap, but I got to give them credit. All right, let's do it. Let's get to uh, some Dolphin conversation. Let's see if uh, let's see what uh, Mr. David Ferronis thinks about that silliness yesterday and, uh, and, and that one report about Christian Wilkins. We'll get to that with our Welt and Realm Miami Dolphins report. All rise, football fans. As the Welt and Realm Miami Dolphins report with David Veronis is in session. Welton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes. They are committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly. Call them for a free consultation. 954-966-4646. Here's Miami Dolphins insider David Veronis. All right, all right, all right. There you go. All right, all right. Hey, uh, Mac, just so you can learn a little bit, uh, they traded and gave it to him because he's a pass rusher. That's Chubb, bro. You trade for pass rushers and corners and quarterbacks and, and uh, number one wide receivers. Those top five positions, Mac, so you'll learn, you do trade for that, my brother. Okay? You, you might want to learn a little football there, Mac. Okay? You do trade. For the five most important positions, you trade picks and you give up salaries. Outside of those top five positions, no, not so much. That's why the running back stuff last year was complete horseshit, Mac. But, hey, thanks for playing. All right, let's get to it. Welton Rayom, call him 954-966-4646. Bankruptcy, condo damage, personal injury, homeowner property damage. Save that number, 954-966-4646. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? I'm doing well. I checked out some draft prospects training locally this week at uh, at uh, Bomberitos in in Aventura. So uh, getting a head start on that, uh, which I mean, he, he always has a lot of guys. He had 25 guys uh, going in the uh, – was it just the combine or, or the, the draft overall? Uh, so, I mean, a lot of prospects. Uh, just wrote a thing about uh, Jarvis Brownlee, a local cornerback who uh, got shot as a kid, and then uh, it inspired him. So, uh, but yeah, and then next week is the Combine. So uh, keeping an eye on uh, everything Miami Dolphins. as uh, That's always a big week as far as news coming out. You hear from Mike McDaniel for the first time since the season ended. Hear from Chris Greer for the first time since that end-of-season press conference. So um, a lot about to go down now this next week. So let me ask you, yesterday uh, media all over was entertaining the silliness of Mike Tannenbaum, who constantly throws out shit out there that makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and so there's no shot that they would ever trade Waddle. So I'm not sure why anybody would bring it up. I get why Mike Tannenbaum would bring it up, because he doesn't really have a pulse, uh, a good feel for any of this shit as it is. So I'm just wondering, um, what'd you think of all that crap? Yeah, uh, very interesting that, that this gets uh, thrown out. Uh, so the the thing is, I, I know there's been 
a little talk about, oh, well, it could work if they if the Dolphins were to try to break up Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle because they're so similar. If you have a, a separate receiver that complements the other better. But here's the thing. You need Tyreek Hill now because he is uh, – I mean, well, he's the number one receiver. He led the league in receiving and uh, flirted with 2,000 yards before he got hurt toward the end of the year. You need him now if you're in this win-now mode and window that you're currently in. Yes. And then once Tyreek Hill moves on and he's older and he's already even last year, he had a target retirement date after 10 years. So then that's when you need Jalen Waddle to be the number one. Uh, for yes. the And while you can have both, you want both, uh, especially for, uh, for Tua Tungavailoa to maximize everything that he's able to do with the. So with, let's just get um, rid of Duper. You only need Clayton. Is that right, what we're going to do? Right. So let's just get rid of, let's just get rid of Torrey Holt. You only need Isaac Bruce. Is that, is that is that what we're talking about now? I mean, really seriously, I so. like, I, I mean, like, I, like, what what kind of stupid shit is this, bro? You that that's the reason why your offense is so potent. You have two guys that scare the shit out of people, dude. And that's what Duper and Clayton used to do: scare the shit out of people on a consistent <laughs> basis. That's what you want. If you only have one, by the way, just to inform Mike Tannenbaum and any other local media member that wants to entertain this silliness. Now, all of a sudden, you can roll the safety over to Tyreek. You can, you can bracket him. You can, now you become a lot more easier to defend. But when you have Duper and Clayton, it's impossible to defend. When you have Waddle and Tyreek, it's impossible to defend. When you have Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce, it's impossible to defend. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. You have Ayuk, you have Debo Samuel, you have Wilk, you have uh, uh, what was, uh, um, the uh, Kittle. Kittle. I mean, yeah. are, are McCaffrey you, out of the backfield. And McCaffrey out of the backfield. Oh, so let's get rid of one of them. No, no. <laughs> you don't get rid of weapons, dude. I mean, you know, Dan Fouts dropped back and it was John Jefferson, Charlie Joyner, and uh, Lofton. So what are we going to do? Get rid of one of them? No, dude, you got three monsters. Oh, and I had Kellen Winslow, too, by the way, at tight end. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've been watching this since I was a child. (laughs) When you have two guys, (laughs) you you don't think of destroying that, dude. You you build on that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I I just... Mm -hmm. And it's a tandem that has uh, created such a large percentage of the Dolphins' target share. So that's a, an incredibly huge void that is created if one of them – and, of course, there's no no one's trying to argue that you get rid of one and then, you know, to replenish elsewhere or stock up draft picks, whatever you, you want to say, and then don't uh, fill up on the back end of bringing in other receivers. But you already have a great tandem there together as it is that's, that's been growing in the same offense that Mike McDaniel will now uh, have them for a third consecutive year, that Tua will have them for a third consecutive year, that duo in Jalen Waddle's case, uh, even one more year with Tua uh, back before Mike and, and Tyree got there. So you just keep building on that. And then what you want is a third option in the passing game to go with them. That's why we talk about, like on this show, is uh, whether you can get that tight end, whether you, it's a third receiver. Because – Tyree Kill, even in Kansas City, he always had Travis Kelsey there with him. Uh, so it's not it was so it wasn't a second receiver per se, but it was that second big time passing uh, uh, target option. So uh, yeah, I mean th- these things they, they work in tandem. So uh, just why why break it up now? No, that's why none of this makes any sense. Plus, by the way, you got to pay Waddle next year. 
Uh, so the Chiefs have all these cap issues. They're going to pick up a guy that they have, and then they're going to get rid of one of their corners. Like, okay, they have the best pair of young corners in the NFL. Uh, that's another thing you don't break up. You don't break up Sam Madison and Pat Sertan. You build around Pat, Mad Pat, Pat and, and Sam. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what, by the way, besides Mahomes and Chris Jones, uh, the other reason why you won the Super Bowl, it's those two corners. Those two mm -hmm. corners are nasty, bro. Nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think it makes sense on, on either end. No, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> for either and, team. <laughs> and for anybody locally here to be entertaining this silliness is just ridiculous. Now, Let's get to the one that makes a little sense. Not Here's a duel that you do want to break up. <laughs> the yeah. Christian Wilkins-Zach Sealer one. Yes, I do, actually. I do want to break it up because I don't think it's worth the money that they're going to pay him. And uh, I, I trust Dan Graziano. Okay, Unlike Mike Tannenbaum, I do trust Dan Graziano. So I'm going to respect what he reported, but... I'm going to hold reservation on it and say I need to see it to believe it because there's no way they tag him and then they're able to have the flexibility they need the entire offseason to do the things that they need to do. So to me, that's where I disagree with the report. I'm not saying it's wrong only because it's Dan Graziano and I, and I have respect for him. If it was maybe there might be a couple other guys on, 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 that, on that network that I might – challenge and say nah that's horse shit but that guy i give him i give him props because he's good i just i fiscally i just don't think it works to be quite honest i don't think you will have the flexibility you need uh to go find what you need in free agency and then to re-sign everything that you need to re-sign at the same time if you tag wilkins so you tell me what do you think about that report and here's the other thing that he did mention was that he started off. The question was about using the franchise tag, uh, but then he noted as he went on that it probably makes more sense if you are going to, uh, if you do want to keep him and tag him, that it makes most sense to sign him to the long-term extension where the front end of the contract, it ends up being uh, better for you financially under the cap uh, room and that so that then you can actually build off of that, give yourself more leeway than uh, the 20 million that it requires to tag. And that's on, on this, uh, upcoming so season. yeah, basically his report was million, either yeah. either way, either either thing happens, right? That's the way yeah. I understood it. That the Dolphins don't plan on letting him leave okay. Miami, and uh, from the other perspective to to what you have presented is that this is a foundational piece to this rebuild from the very start of it, 2019, uh, when th there was that tank year where then Brian Flores ended up getting them to the five wins. That was their first draft pick, first first round draft pick of that whole run. And then 2020, the big draft class, another one in 21, then the shift to now you have your core. So then you start adding the veteran pieces, the Ty making trades like for Tyreek Hill, for Jalen Ramsey, Teron Armstead in free agency, uh, building with, uh, with the pieces you already had in place before that, like Xavier Howard and so on. So, uh, it, it would it would just be contrary to what you've built to then let the foundational piece of that first first round pick from this era just uh, just go by the wayside. Um, and he's a guy that's been reliable for you. He's barely ever missed a game, uh, and uh, he added the interior pass rush this season. Always been a great uh, run defender. Now, of course, you've always mentioned that he he did a little bit more of it when it was against the bad teams instead of uh, when the Dolphins needed him most, and that's a fair point as well. So. 
things to weigh out. But then if you if you plan on bringing him back, then why not just do it on the long-term extension? Now, it will cost you a lot now because he did get those sack numbers. So now whatever number he was expecting before, he's only expecting a bigger number now uh, this time around when they go back to the negotiating table. So it's going to cost you a lot. But if you backload it, it's uh, team-friendly on the front end. That helps you for the, the time being, which is this win-now window that you've created anyway. And then you kick the can down the road for all these headaches that are going to come anyway and just come uh, storming down on, on the organization with the cap-ocalypse uh, that, that will ensue in all likelihood. Then if you just stack all of them for the future days, and then you end up having to do what the Rams did, like you know, letting Jalen Ramsey go, making decisions that way. Then uh, that's what you have to do for the future. But uh, I, hey, listen, if you win the title, I don't care what happens after that. Exactly, you know the Rams did that too. The yeah, Rams did that in twenty one. Right. Yeah, and I don't, I don't have a problem with what the Rams did, dude. As long as you win yeah. the title, and then you have to deal with you know cleaning out and all that crap, and you got to deal with a couple of years of you know, kind of like what they had to do when when they took over and got rid of Indomitian Sioux and Tannehill and all those deadbeat contracts that they had to, I think when they, when they got rid of Sioux, the two dead years after that were 13 and 19 million of dead space with Sioux. You know, so that, those are the things, but they didn't win a title. And that's the difference. Whereas yeah. the, with the Rams, brother, you can happily go backwards as long as you win the title. That's, that's the one thing we wanted. So, and the Dolphins, to this point, have only gotten to the wild card round, have not even won a playoff game right. yet. I know a lot of circumstances that led to it, especially this past season. But And then even the Rams, two years later, they're right back in the playoffs. NFC a little bit easier to get in, but uh, they, they were right back in it and a, a fairly competitive team. Yeah. So when it's all said and done now, you hear what Graziano says. What do you think happens? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of keeping them around. Uh, but which just, one happens? Does mm-hmm. do they do they? Because uh, I don't think they can tag him. I don't think it. Right. I think it cripples their entire off season if they tag him. Because I know you're going to free up money with X, but that won't come till June. I know you're going to give to a contract, so that'll free up money right yeah. away. You're not bringing back probably Jerome Baker, Emmanuel Ogba. Uh, Cedric Wilson. So there's a, you know, there's salaries that you're going to be able to open up space. So I understand that, but you know, I just think that because you're going to want to make some moves and you're going to need to resign some of your own people, very importantly, I, I, I just don't see a tag. Yeah. And, that's and why. I, yeah. I, I just have a, I really, I, and if you weren't willing to pay him last year, why would you be willing to pay him this year? I don't understand that one. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think I think there's a difference between willing. I think the Dolphins were willing, just not at the price that, uh, right. that Wilkins and I mean. his representation were, were looking for. So uh, I, I believe Chris Greer even said at his end-of-season news conference that when they were uh, in those talks, that, uh, that the two sides agreed it was a fair offer, but that his representation was looking for even more than that. Uh, I think they were anticipating that he was going to show the interior pass rush, which uh, he had not presented yet. Like the other big time defensive tackles that had gotten their money to that point. So now he did uh, end up at least putting that on paper on the record. He got the nine sacks in a season, which, uh, you know, whichever teams they came against. And that is still an impressive number and a guy who has uh, been reliable for you in the run game and just his availability uh, over time as well. So, so I do see it. I, yeah, I agree with you on, on the franchise tag because that's very costly. 
a team that's already 52 million over the cap. That's another 20. Now you're into the 70s of what you have to uh, account for. Not uh, going to happen. Not yeah, going to happen. The, the restructures and all that. It gets you a big chunk of that, but still not that far. So I think in the end, uh, with uh, an extension with a lo- or a long-term deal, I should say, uh, that's friendly at the beginning, that would be uh, the ideal scenario. But then if they are indeed priced out, then uh, – they will be uh, looking elsewhere. So it's got to be at the right price that both teams can, can or both sides can agree on. But uh, Does he end yeah. up here? Does he end up here? Does, what does your gut tell you? Because I still think he's gone. Damn it. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Good. Uh, with the deal. Yeah. Good. Good. All right. Somebody's got to be wrong, so we got to have fun with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit this. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to be wrong with it, so we got to have fun with it. It's a classic. Yeah, you, you, you take the either side. The, the two sides uh, each take a different side. Exactly. All right, what classic. are you working on this Sun Sentinel so uh, Dolph fans can check you out? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was just uh, checking out some prospects, so I got a, a series of stories on uh, different prospects that – uh, Dolphins could be looking at. I just mentioned Jarvis Brownlee. Uh, so um, uh, he's he plays cornerback, a local kid too. So if Dolphins are moving on from eggs and probably need some competition, whether it's at slot or anywhere else. Uh, he could be a guy uh, later on uh, in the draft. And he has an inspirational story there as well, where uh, he was uh, in a car uh, with uh, with the target of a, of a shooting, and he ended up getting hit when he was just in third grade. Uh, that inspired him to, uh, to get to where he's at right now. Uh, saw a lot of different guys. Uh, Christian Mahogany, Boston College guard. So if the Dolphins uh, need either a left guard or they are unable to sign Robert Hunt, he could be a guy. He's one of the higher uh, end higher rated guards in the draft. Uh, so uh, working on uh, reeling out all that and then getting up to uh, previewing the combine, which is a big week uh, next week. All right, there you go. Have you gotten your polygon yet? No, no, because, yeah, I'm still – I still haven't downloaded my uh, my crypto.com. I, I need to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, brother. All right, follow him on Twitter <laughs> at David Faronis underscore. Catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. David, as always, thank you, my brother. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up next week. Yes, sir. Likewise. You got it. Hey, Welton Realm, folks. Listen, storms are coming. Now, I know that the normal season is back in May and June, July and all that, but we get hit by storms now, and it's just, it happens out of nowhere. And then water damage comes with that. And then you're going to call the insurance companies. And I want you to not do that. That's the worst thing you can do. You want to first call Welton Realm. And with the new laws that have been put in place that uh, Mr. DeSantis put us, the consumer, at a disadvantage, the most important thing is to have the right lawyers in place and the right people in your corner. So maybe you don't need it right now, but you may need it down the line. Save it. 954-966-4646. Jeff Welt, Daniel Rayom will help you out. Condo damage, criminal defense, business owner claims, personal injury, you name it. Bankruptcy, call Welton Realm, 954-966-4646. This has been another session of the Welton Realm Miami Dolphins Report with David Veronis. At Welton Realm, they don't get paid unless you win. They handle complex personal injury claims caused by the fault of another in both state and federal courts. They handle auto, trucking, motorcycle, slip and fall, and bicycle accidents. Call 954-966-4646. Welton Rayom can help. All right, all right, all right. We're going we're gonna to find out. We're going to find out where this whole Christian Wilkins thing lies. Okay, Dan Graziano is very credible. I have immense respect for Dan. 
Um, used to work down here, by the way. Was it the Sun Sentinel, I think, I want to say, that Dan Graziano was in? Uh, I, a long, long time ago. Of course, I'm old, so I remember these kind of things. Um, good dude. Knows his stuff. Now, he's, he, made, he made it sound that either one will get done. I want to see it. I got to see it to believe it. Because from the stuff that I know, he was not happy last year. And he made everybody know he wasn't happy last year. Okay? Um, he still didn't get the sacks that you really want. Okay? He's not really the difference maker that some of you make him out to be. He's a good player, really good player, but not a great player. Um, here's where, here's, if I'm going to give you franchise money like this, right? I'm going to ask you something right away, okay? Let me ask you something. I'm gonna, you're going to represent the fans right now, okay? Grab the mic there, Sean Stanley, okay? I'm the fans. You're the fans. Okay. Do you game plan for Jason Taylor? Yes. Do you game plan for Aaron Donald? If you're smart, yes. Do you game plan for Chris Jones? If you're smart, yes. Do you game plan for TJ Watt? If you're smart, yes. Do you game plan for Christian Wilkins? Be honest now. Be honest now. Be honest now. No. Am I game planning more for Jalen Ramsey? I mean, if am I not staying away from Jalen Ramsey? You're staying away from Jalen Ramsey. Okay. You're double teaming Chubb. You're looking at Phillips. You're, he's down the list. <laughs> Way down the list, probably, actually. So how am I going to give a guy $25-plus million a year when you don't game plan for him? Please explain that to me. I'm a big Chris Greer, Marvin Allen, and Reggie McKenzie fan. I think most of the time they do the right thing. I will disagree with a long-term contract with Christian Wilkins. I ask you again, everybody that's on the chat board now, do you game plan for Christian Wilkins? I ask you, please tell me. Do you game plan? Is the offensive coordinator just terrified that they've got a game plan for him? What do you think? Or were you more game planning for Bradley Chubb in the second half of the season the way he was playing? I got nothing against Christian Wilkins. Love his attitude. Love his energy. Plays hard. Really good player. Like I said, really good player. Like I'll tell you about Bam Adebayo, very good player, dude. Very good player. Don't get me, don't, don't even start with greater franchise. Don't even start with me. Because you don't fear him. He's a role player. You only fear him if they can put 30 on your head. It's not Bam. Christian Wilkins isn't wrecking your offensive line. So, I mean, tell me. You tell me. It, it, do you game plan for Christian Wilkins? Spock says no. True Finn fan says no. Anybody who says, 
you game plan for Wilkins is full of shit. How are you going to give 20-plus to a guy whose sidekick outplayed him for $10 million? You don't game plan for Wilkins. Ray, you're game planning more for Brian Burns, Dexter Lawrence, Quinn Williams, than Christian Wilkins. Thank you, Ray. Very intelligent text. Troy Ortiz, no. Will Wilkins set the market? That's another reason why I wouldn't touch that contract. Christo says, I agree, but every single year he gets better and better and better, but do you gamble on better? No. Those of you that are old enough, because if you're too young, you didn't get to see this guy because it was a really short window, okay? Because he, he didn't play well for a long time, and, he, and then he got, he got booted out of here and went to Denver, and he had back issues. But for a couple of years, he had moments. So let me ask you something. Okay, we used to have a guy named Daryl Gardner. When Daryl Gardner wanted to play, he wrecked your shit. Yes. Okay. You guys remember those of you that are old enough when Dar- when Daryl Gardner wanted to play. Okay, because he didn't want to play all the time. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, I love Daryl to death. I, I got along great with him, but I'll be honest, he did not give the motor wasn't there all the time. But when Daryl said, I'm wrecking this shit, he wrecked it. He wrecked it like very few people I've ever seen in my life. That's a guy you got a game plan against. I've never seen that from Christian Wilkins. Again, this is not an indictment on Christian Wilkins. This is just I'm telling you what level I think he is. I'm not paying him that next level. But anybody, and you remember him because you're old enough, but when you remember Daryl Gardner and he wanted to just blow shit up, oh, my God, for you young doll fans, if there's some highlights on YouTube of Daryl Gardner, go check them out. Go, go, go check that out. Now, he doesn't have half the, the character of, of, of Wilkins. He doesn't have half the work ethic. He doesn't have a tenth of the work ethic of, of, of Christian Wilkins. Christian has a lot of great, you know, features to him, a lot of great characteristics. But I, 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 I can't give him 25-plus million a year. I cannot. And that's where I completely disagree with Dan Graziano and his take. Totally disagree with him on this one. I certainly don't think you can tag him because that would cripple their offseason. That would that would not be manageable. And I don't think you're going to give him the money that he wants. To be quite honest. And that's the that's the issue there with the whole Christian Wilkins situation. So uh, Orlando, I will say uh, this about about Wilkins. Very good player, but he's not great. Sorry, he's not, man. He's the best we've got. That's true. That is very true. Very, very true. Very good, Mr. Brunetti. Mr. Brunetti is in the house. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, great support for our show. Uh, will Miami overpay like they did four years ago with Agba and Bake? Agba wasn't overpaid. Agba got injured, but he wasn't overpaid. He was producing, dude. He got back-to-back years of nine sacks. Like, and he was productive for the little amount of time he played last year. It wasn't his fault. 
He just didn't fit the system. I was going to say, he technically didn't fit the system, but when he played, he performed. Uh, yeah, somehow dude. made it work. Yeah, got like, he, got like, he got like five sacks in like very mm. limited play. It's uh, Somebody I, that the system didn't fit, he played pretty well in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. Uh, that's just uh, complaining to complain. He, he, was, he was a good pickup for them, man. But he didn't fit this scheme. He was more for the 4-3 scheme that they were running before. That's why. So... Uh, there's three Dolphin defenders you game plan for, uh, you, oh, before Wilkins. Okay. Yeah. Matthew lean Wilkins is a great leader and captain, but sealer has very similar production for yeah less money. It's going to be less than half because he's going to want to run 25. Gardner had back issues. Yes, he did. He was a monster, man. Monster. What a shame if he had the attitude that he needed he was, God, he could have been great. But he did so many weights and he, the bodybuilding stuff he was into and all that and destroyed his back. Uh, let's see. Daryl Gardner was a lazy player, underachieving all-world talent. When he wanted to, he was unstoppable. That's the, that's the freakish part about it. That's why you like, that's why they hung in there with him. Because there were moments that you were like, oh, crap. Like, you rarely ever saw stuff like that. You just don't see people just bust through a line and just cast guys aside like they're nothing, dude. Like nothing. Like they didn't mean, these are 300-pound men that he was just pushing aside like they were toys. It was, it was, that, that was, it was intoxicating. Because the few moments you saw of Daryl Gardner, you were like, Wow, did you see that? I, 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 you know what? I just got some chills. I just got some chills. Because there are those moments that there are those players that just can do things that you rarely ever see. And that dude, that Klingon, could do it. Because he was a Klingon, by the way. I don't know if you guys know that. When he would take off his, his helmet or whatever, he had all those wrinkles like Klingons. <laughs> Telling you, he was a Klingon. So I'm there. Uh, let's see. I want to reset the entire thing and draft a young QB, Knicks or McCarthy. Oh, that's just stupid shit. Uh, I uh, like Wilkins. Hope they can keep him, but wouldn't surprise me if they can't make it work. Yeah. Uh, I'm game planning for AVG before Wilkins. God, that's kind of scary, but it's true. Uh, let's see what else. Man, those uh, wrinkles were weird. Did, did that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But he had them here. He had them on the top. I'm telling you, he was a Klingon. There, You're that damn big. It's, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't fat. That's, that's you, you, huge, man. No, but he was like cut, bro. Yes. No, I'm not. Like he made Jason Taylor. Looks really small. No, I know. I know. He was I remember like Daryl Gardner. I remember all that stuff. But the, there's, there's only so many places for skin on your body when yeah. you're that big. It's got it. Yeah. You're going to have it. He was, man, that, that body was tight, bro. Like I had never seen a defensive tackle with no fat. Zero fat. He was uh, oversized defensive end playing defensive tackle. Because he was just built and thicker than a defense, because he was playing tackle. 
So he was bigger than a defensive end. I'm telling you, man. That's, uh, that's the kind of stuff that you, when you see that, you're like, wow. It's impressive stuff. And to this day, there are very few Dolphin fans that have ever seen anybody play like him for those moments that he did. That's all. It's just stuff that will leave an impression on you forever. And if you're young, you should try to find some YouTube videos. Somebody has had to have made some kind of Daryl Gardner highlight video or some shit on YouTube. There has to be some whacked out, crazy, passionate Dolphin fan that said, hey, you know what, let me, let's make a highlight reel of Daryl Gardner because it'd be some impressive plays that you can put together on that. So, yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to our 3A graphics sports calendar. Uh, Inter-Miami defeated Real Salt Lake yesterday 2-0, so they start the season 1-0, and pick up the three points. Calendar had two saves. Uh, Robert Taylor had the goal in the 39th minute. Diego Gomez in the 83rd. Sunday, man, this is pretty cool. Sunday night, they're at the Galaxy, 8.30. That primetime game on a Sunday night. The only thing I don't like is why are you getting one of your marquee teams and having them play twice in five days to open up the damn season? That, that, that's the part that I don't really like. Well, I think what they tried to do was have an opening night because they were the only game that played because uh, they play Saturday. Real Salt Lake plays against Saturday. I know. But so they just want to have an opening game on the Wednesday. But They're not the marquee team. Of the they're league. not, but you know what? We are. Yeah, but hey. Take care of us, bro. You don't take care. What are you talking about? They're messy. messy. They might end up putting Messi on other teams when Inter-Miami's not playing to get their money's worth on Messi. Uh, loan? <laughs> Inter-Miami loans we'll, Messi we'll, we'll loan, to NYCFC. We'll, we're loaning Messi to NYC, NYCFC, and they're giving us 40% of the gate. <laughs> and parking. And parking. Yeah, there you go. Duke, by the way, throttles UM 84-55, to 55, not their year. When Omir's 3 of 14, you're in trouble, bro. Uh, they're uh, against G-Tech on Saturday at 4 o'clock. The Sharks got it done against Barry, 88-80. to 80. They improved to 21-2. and two. Gabe Hernandez had 21 points. Saturday, they take on Florida Southern College at 4 o'clock. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Panthers are visiting Carolina, I'm sorry. And uh, Carolina's favored by a goal and a half. The over and under is 6. Tonight at 7, the Lady Canes are back in action. UM and Virginia, 7 o'clock. Uh, at 7, also Conference USA Action, FIU taking on Liberty. And at 7, SMU is visiting FAU, 7 o'clock on ESPN2. 3A Graphics, baby. You need some custom printing and embroidery. Please call Alan Blanco, 786-618-1443. All right, all right, all right. You know, we love talking about an MVP of the night and last night, well, I got to say, somebody showed up again to be the Cutter's Edge MVP of the night. 